Hello. I'm the doctor. Don't turn your back. Don't look away and don't blink. I'm being extremely clever up here and there's not a stand around looking impressed. What's the point in having you all? <laughs> I'm the doctor. And I just snogged Madame de Pompadour. Where's that box? It's a police box. Can't you read? Watch it, Spice Man. Boy, watch it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, welcome to Bowties Are Cool. I am Amy Pond. And I'm Rose Tyler. And we're sorry for being absent for like two weeks. Um, In fairness, we right. did record you guys a full a full yeah. hour worth of I content. I second guessed like and tried again and Skype was just like, F you. Skype was not I our know. friend. It was not having it. It was like hungover that day. I don't know what was up with Skype. PMS. I'm going to say Skype was having PMS for real bad. PMS and hungover like it was just bmsing and just all of it all of it it was just angry and it was angry spice um and it was probably like pre-valentine's day hating the fact it, that skype was single it was already mad about that so i think uh-huh. it's a little bit happier <laughs> now <laughs> it was like i don't have a date for valentine's day it was, i'm facilitating yeah, all these dates but skype because i recorded on <laughs> yeah like well, we weren't, like, talking Valentine's Day plans, but, like, you know, it was just in a mood. It was in a mood, so. And then, um, I guess I'll bring it up. I went to um, a Vampire Diaries slash original, the originals, sorry, a con, con convention, whatever. Um, and it was, it was really fun. I got to sit next to Ian Summerholder, like, a 10-person group, and he, like, have, like, did this to my shoulder, and I was like, <laughs> like, basically on first name basis now. Yeah, me and Ian, we're, we're both married, so we, and we have children, so <laughs> he's a little girl, I think, um, but he's probably, I think, Bonnie's age, I mean, Donna's age, yeah, I remember my kid, it, it was like Jenny, because Penny, yeah, and now I'm totally just blowing the reason why, <laughs> but I'm explaining, so, but yeah, I was like, you know, Donna for Bonnie and then Jenny for Penny. Um, but so now, you know, so I'm going to call them that now, even though you already know, like, the actual names of, like, my whole family. Um, but, but yeah, it was really fun. I got to, like, meet kind of, like, um, all the cast and, like, you know, well, most, like, mainly, like, the male cast, which I'm not going to complain about right there. Um, like, I was totally fine with that. Sorry, my hair looks so crappy. Um, it's blonde now, too. Um, I know I recorded a video, um, to talk about, like, my cemetery excursion on Friday. (laughs) Um, that was, I I realized, very weird. Um, I'm a weird person. What can I say? It was, like, a really long drive. I'm not gonna lie. It was... Um, it was like Lady, four, and anybody who says they're normal is just lying to themselves. If you're watching our show, I'm gonna question your normalcy. Um, if you're still watching, because it's a couple minutes in. Um, so I'm watching that watch. I'm watching the watch back there. I was like sitting here, and it was really quiet, obviously, because um, I was by myself and not doing anything. Um, and it was ticking. I didn't realize it worked. 
it actually works. <laughs> I was like, what is that? So I thought that was really funny. And I like was like, note yourself, I'm gonna. So that. I have an adult failure happening currently in my house. The power <laughs> went out on Friday. Oh. Um, I, well, I was, I was working, I was in my office and the blinds were closed and the light was on because I don't like where the light window is and placement to my computer if the blind is open. Uh -huh. Um, so some of the power goes out and it was, oh, hello? Yeah, you're good. All right. So some <laughs> of the power went out and I just like, everything goes pitch black. I'm surrounded by monitors. I'm had all the lights on and suddenly I'm like sitting what in the dark. What was that? How many monitors do you have? I have two big ones and then my laptop that I use as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. My family's home. I can hear our car. It's like we have one car that's electric and mine. It's like plugged in in the garage. I think I've called it a very expensive golf cart in the past. Um, <laughs> it is. Um, and then the other one's like this big ass Escalade bus that I, I hate driving the car because it like has like I'm so used to like mine, which you know goes very fast, very fast. Um, like zero to 60 very fast. I don't know the amount of seconds. Sorry, you can go look that up. But uh, yeah, I just heard like <laughs> my husband like pull in. Um, they went to like this thing called like Kid Mania and I was like, pass. I, I have to podcast, I'm sorry. Um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so, so sorry, I'm going to miss that. Heart <laughs> is breaking inside my chest. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I was really sad about it um, <laughs> I can totally tell you're broken up yeah I mean I, I was like I don't even know what that is but it just sounds like there's a lot of kids and it's like mania so it sounds like Chuck E. Cheese but <laughs> worse yeah yeah it sounds like uh, pediatrician is going to be required soon type of thing um, alright we should get on topic uh so we had decided that we had actually done this episode already. So it's a, a Donna-based episode, a Dr. Donna episode. So it's um, what it was the, you know, okay, so the title is uh, Oi, Watch It, Earth Girl, like, because I freaking love that line. Um, love to yeah. see, see yeah. David Tennant embodying some Catherine yeah. Tate sass. They're, I love their comedy together. Just, like, even from, like, the very first, like, scene. Um, oh, yeah. Like, and when she shows up in the TARDIS. And, and he's like, what? 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 <laughs> like, I can't even remember. I'm in my wedding dress. You look very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you look lovely. <laughs> like, let's go. Um, or, like, the thing about the pockets with uh, the wedding dress. And she, what wedding dress has pockets? And I think I recently saw someone post something where there was like a wedding dress with pockets. <laughs> or like when. And I asked how convenient that would be, but then again, how hideous that would also be. You'd have to really like kind of. And then I've had like, you know, like nice dresses actually have pockets in them where it depends on how well or they're hidden, I guess. But like, yeah. you wouldn't have like your billful of like your wallet in there. Well, it's like walking down the aisle on your wedding day with your hands in your pocket. Yeah, like you have it in like the, 
garter like that would make the more sense to me but again you're getting married like why would you need you know it's like oh let me check my phone for texts while we're um like getting married (laughs) yeah no big well that's funny you say that because i'm I'm, like thinking about how like lucky i was like to have gotten married like in like 2010 you know before like really it was the iphone was like had any of those to where you know anyone was really using their phone that often so they don't go off like you know so i was didn't have to worry about that because i was like that person who's like don't ruin it <laughs> like like it was like putting on a play or something i don't know yeah but, but it was real um did i ever tell you that we got a rejection letter uh, it was it was it got easily fixed within like the same day but we got home from our honeymoon and i was like oh it's our marriage license you know and it was said rejected. <laughs> You're like, and we're not really married. I actually said that. I was like, oh my God, Peter, are we not married? <laughs> it said rejection letter, like in caps at the top of the like thing. And I was like, oh. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, it, it turns out like we just needed to put the date on there. Um, so it was a quick call to, like, I guess, City Hall and the mayor, the mayor, um, no, like, downtown. The mayor. Fixed my wedding. (laughs) On speed dial. No. (laughs) I'm the mayor of Dallas. Um, but, yeah, so with Donna, like, if you want to start off, like, kind of your. Start off. Okay, I'll start. Um, <laughs> we just really like Donna. I think, you know, after, like, thinking about it, like, more and more, I'm like, you know, she just really was such a solid companion, and I think that's, like, what makes, like, what happened to her in the end, like, so much more um, hard to deal with, because it's like, you know, she's out there, you know, she's like, and I think that's kind of, like, why they left it that way. I wouldn't want them to undo it. But, like, I... Um, yeah, I think it's uh, an interesting thing with her because she, it was like, they didn't make a, a like romance out of it. Like they, you know, kind of like kept true to like, you know, what was going on in that sense. And they never made it like, you know, where it was more like with Martha, like being, you know, jealous or like, you know, anything like that. And yeah. like she was really the right. only, um, really, like, really the only companion that. Was had true, no alter, ulterior motives for being there. Yeah, she truly really wanted to be there for the purpose of, you know... Adventures. Yes, and that's why it's so sad what happens. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, we're... And eventually, like, we'll do an episode, and I think, I said this on Friday, like, that eventually we'll do, like, a crash course, which I think is really just mainly discussing, like, the episode of Blink and um, that you know, trying to explain kind of Doctor Who a little bit, because, you know, we, I, I realize it, like, isolates, you know, some people, but, like, I've tried to explain it to people, and I'm like, I've even, like, gone on YouTube and, like, looked at videos on, like, how to explain it, and, you know, like, it's pretty simple, and I was like, it's either really simple or really difficult, I don't know, we'll see how it goes, but I, I was like, but it's not going to happen on Sunday, um, <laughs> Like, that's what I knew. I just knew that it was not going to happen on Sunday. So, yeah. I, um, oh, and then again, 
I know, like, I don't know why this always happens to me, but, like, um, yeah, I have another podcast after this. <laughs> um, and then I have, like, another podcast I'm starting up, and so I'm, like, having to research a lot. And I, I like, started, because it's a conspiracy theory one, and it's, like, solo hosted by me, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to do, like, slideshow stuff, um, <laughs> like, be entertaining. Well, so it's at least entertaining, like, not to say that this is entertaining, like, on its own. Um, that's not what I meant. I meant, like, it's least, like, you know, if I'm, like, the content I'm, the content I'm talking about, like, I have to, like, cover so much, and, you know, so I was, like, oh, I'll just do, like, the Titanic swap thing, and I was, like, oh, man, like, then I did the thing where I read the, like, the debunker thing, just to get perspective, and I was, like, shouldn't have done that, um, because they, but they had some points, like, that I could refute, and so I was, like, you know, there's that, but then there's, like, it's, like, each side, like, their argument like completely contradicted so I was like what's the actual facts here and so I was just like this is like the premiere you know episode and so I think I'm, I'm doing the Hope Diamond instead I don't know if you've ever heard of it you know you know what I'm talking about right I've heard of it I haven't researched the it massively cursed 42 carat diamond that used to be like two like 65 carats or something people kept yeah down um and it was like the and it's like was owned for sure was owned by like louis the 14th uh, like a couple of louis <laughs> i think more than one um and marie antoinette wore it and obviously that went well um so yeah, yeah. real well like, <laughs> <laughs> like, ugh, like guillotined um another yeah. example of not adulting very well <laughs> What, what Marie Antoinette. <laughs> I don't know her whole story. I, I should probably look that up. I, I think it's just a choice of like, oh, this is cursed here. Let me put it on. Um, no, there is one person who was totally that person. And that went very badly for them. Shocker. <laughs> Even the guy who delivered it to the Smithsonian, um, like where it is still. And I've seen it in person. And I was just kind of like, you know. That's just kidding. You're like, you stayed yeah. there? I'll stay I guess it's glass, but, like, I think if it's donated, that's why, like, the Smithsonian hasn't, like, you know, burnt down. Um, but I saw it when I was, like, 12, and I well, remember... Something like that, it's not owned by one person. Like, the yeah. Smithsonian is a sole individual. It well, might be part of it, too. Harry Winston owned it at one point. What was that? Harry Winston owned it at one point. So, yeah, like a showman, and he, and he, like, gave it away. So, like, he gave it away with the promise of, like, so, yeah, I'm, like, basically doing that podcast and our podcast. I should not be doing that. I just think <laughs> it's interesting what happened to this, like, poor mailman who all he did was deliver the damn thing. So, it was in his possession for, like, that amount of time, you know, a day. And it's, like, his dog died, his wife left him, and his house burned down, and he broke his leg. It's, like... So, basically, his life became a country song. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. It's like I'm a bad person. Sorry. Extreme misfortune, and it's just not fair. Um, but I got to say, like, that's, that sucks. <laughs> like, that's, I think as they're telling the story, like, as a Smithsonian, I'm like, <laughs> why in the hell am I still here? 
Um, Let me back away quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I talked to someone who said there's no way that that's the actual Hope Diamond, like, you know, on display. And I've seen them actually do the thing where they, like, do the phosphorescence or something, like, and they, like, heat it or they put some light on it, um, like, phosphor, whatever, and it glows red when it should glow blue, which is just eerie all in, of its, in and of itself. Like, yeah, so, anyway, Doctor Who... Um, <laughs> maybe Donna has a hope diamond. I feel like God. That I mean, she may have like look at <laughs> <laughs> you, Marie Antoinette, at yourself a little too enthusiastically. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about it. <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, I oh yeah, and last time because like last time we had done this, my hair was blonde at that point in time, like because I did it because I wanted it to be. Um, blonde. So, and it went orange. Like it would take some. Like it took hours and hours to get it to blonde, which is its actual natural color. It's like naturally you're blonde. Um, like, yeah, yeah, it's naturally that color. Um, <laughs> but it was growing out. Like, yeah. So, um, it still got like some strawberry in it, and I'm like, that's fine. Like, it's not. I have a picture of how pissed off I was. Like. <laughs> with the orange um like i look like i wanted to punch somebody and i feel like that was probably pretty accurate like i was i was not happy like i threw a hissy fit like talked about being an adult not in that moment but i i was not happy um because like i had been there since like two and it was like seven <laughs> like not happy no it was like no. six but so that's four hours of being there and for it to be so and it was from I swear whenever I do anything that's beyond just like getting a, a trim on this it's like four hours because I have so freaking much hair like when they dye it or whatever well and see the thing is I have like fine hair but I have a lot of fine hair and this is like slept on fine hair so it's actually wavy um but it's you know yeah it's like they have to do a lot to it it's like there's a lot of hair even when it was like in a pixie and i know that you've done the pixie thing too and so you know like the pain of growing it out the so, mullet stages that will never end there's there's so much so it's like i feel so bad because like when bonnie was a kid like bonnie was like born it was so short it was like just growing out like you know to where i could style it but it was like so easy to style when it's the shortest, like, you know, but it takes a lot of confidence to, like, rock that look, and, you know, it, I also feel like I had to always put on makeup with it, you know, I, I felt, like, very, like, vulnerable, like, um, you know, just, like, I know I look like a girl, like, you know, I wasn't, like, you know, I just felt like, you know, like, I was, like, playing Peter Pan, like, you know, like, how it's all, it used to be girl actors, like, playing, <laughs> sorry, I know that's a really like, weird, Peter Pan, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, it's a pixie cut, I mean, I think that's where, you know, Tinkerbell, I think it generates from that, right, it or, might, I don't know, originate, sorry, not generate, well, um, anyway, Donna, damn it, um, <laughs> okay, I, I realize that Donna is my favorite companion, because, um, she just had these, and what I'll say is that, like, you know, she was always the person that, like, you end up seeing, like, you know, I know they say in the end, like, she was better for it. She was better for it because she got to have these adventures. She wasn't, like, longing for them. But, you know, the, like, sad part of it is, like, you know, that I feel like 
you know, because I was taken from her, like, you know, uh, that she's never going to, like, have that, like, you know, she's never going to have that, there's going to be that sense in yourself, like, that something's missing. It's like, I feel like, you know, you know, on some level. But I I feel like Donna, as as the character that she was developed as, Mm -hmm. she could could not leave any other way. Other than dying, because yeah, she never she was, genuinely wanted to be on these adventures. And if she'd gone home and been able to she, not join the doctor, never would have had that family, she never would have had. And it's not to say that she wouldn't have had a happily ever after, because you kind of saw it. And we'll talk about like silences in the library in a second, and you know, fires of Pompeii. Because every episode, she really brought some like deep, like like this wealth of like you know empathy or you know just that sass ended up morphing into like you know fighting for someone else's like you know you just saw like this really like unbelievable person that you didn't expect to see and i think that's really really cool yeah that that you get that um but i i do think um i mean even if you look at the character in the silence in the library her her (laughs) life her Sorry. life in the if program. Face, if my face ends up on one of those things, like yeah. it picked but, out a face. <laughs> but while she was inside, like the program, basically, she wasn't really remembering the doctor. And I know that was weird. She well, it's but what it is is I don't wrong. think she, I think there's two sides of Donna at conflict. If she remembered the doctor and her adventures, she would never be satisfied with anything else. And That's it's not that she couldn't have a full life. Yeah. But with basically, like, if you haven't seen Silence in the Library, um, it's like they go to this library, which is actually like a little girl's imagination. I'm just going to go ahead. Which you kind of know, like, going into it. Because um, it's like in the opening, it's an opener. Like, you know, they show, yeah. So basically it's a little confusing, but you know, there's something going on and this one's written by Moffat. So, you know, it's going to have like some deeper levels to it. It's when you first meet River Song too. Um, so it's got some like, it's a double like, you know, episode. So uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot that happens. What's the other name of it? Uh, the like in the forest, like, um, I think oh, I don't remember. It's, that's the name of the other one. It's directly after it I mean it's and that's like but you see like I don't even know how you see like Donna get lost like I don't remember she I don't remember I'll have to rewatch it but she gets separated from she gets separated but I don't think she gets like eaten by the which by the way no no, but he did find her with her face on one of those things and he's yeah and but freaking out saved she had been saved which I can looking at it like that like saved not like you know saved from what like so I, I I liked kind of like how that ended up but I also liked how they pointed out that she had like a husband who didn't really talk that much and because I feel like she really got berated in that first episode and this was actually a nod back to that guy who was like oh this is all you talk about this is all you care about and I really don't think that was true I think that she was just going along with what we all do you know, like, when you're talking about, like, like, okay, what 
are the important things in life. No, it's not gossip magazines or all this stuff, but we still are interested in it. And, you know, it still, you know, resonates. It's entertainment. Like, it's the reason why you would watch this is like, for and inter- she's just a talker. It's like, it's not that she doesn't care about other things. She just likes to talk. <laughs> And and I she's fun to hear and listen to. And I think Russell T. Davies, he said, like, when he wrote the, um, like, you know, finale for, you know, 10, he included her because he, he loved writing her character. He said he absolutely loved writing her character. And, you know, I love that it was, like, her grandfather and, that, like, that final, um, you know, I thought that was a cool thing that he was, like, the companion, the final companion. So it was kind of a nice nod. To her but also that it ended with her or well no it ended with rose which i think that was kind of cool that like it yeah that was well they, yeah, that was really they've cool. done that um they've done that um, but i i with both tenant and matt smith of they ended with their first companion yeah and i think it should um like the first face that this face are, yeah yeah that was matt smith's line i know but um yeah, but I think I think a doctor doesn't really ever get over their first companion. Almost like you don't really. I want to say you, you do get over your first love. You just don't ever forget them. And it doesn't. Yeah, it it doesn't. Just because you're you move on from it doesn't mean it's of any less value to you. Well, you part. just got introduced to like such an amazing feeling, you know. Because it, when it's taken away, it's like such. That's why it's like heartbreak is, you know, like so intense and you know so i mean like yeah like if anyone's ever been in love you know like then you get what we're talking about but like that i was but going back to what i was saying about like you know don i like you know that really was like you know almost like i don't want to say bromance but it was like you know buddy like you know they were just like and like the comedy wasn't overdone i feel like it was perfectly done like even in like the uh adipose episode like the um, I think it was called Partners in Crime. Um, yeah. Yeah, where it's the, like, all the different... I actually took a picture, like, last weekend of me doing that, um, where they're, like, like to, and they're in, in Jessica Jones, you can see uh, David Tennant do a similar thing. Now I don't know if that was on purpose, but he was, like, um, like doing that, like, on, like, the cubicle, like, thing. So when they kept on getting up and down, nearly missing each other, and I just love that, because... And usually that kind of comedy I hate. Like, I can't handle, like, you know, when it's overdone. But this was actually really well done. Um, just the near miss. And you were, like, because you, you knew we were going to eventually, obviously, you know, see each other. Like, but. Well, I think it was partly because they're both kind of oblivious characters at times. Yeah. And that's why it works. <laughs> like, as observant as they are, they're total, okay, totally yeah. oblivious. Yeah. It's very like true. Donna, who never notices any of these crazy, amazing things that are happening around her all the time. Aspects of Donna is like, it is like the fact that she, um, she doesn't really, you know, like I hear my children screaming. Um, I mean, she would never have noticed the doctor if she hadn't ended up inside the tar- TARDIS in her wedding dress. I love how like in <laughs> in. God, there's so many great lines. Like, I might, like, look up some. Uh, there's just so many... God, there's so many examples of just greatness. Like, um, just, like, 
even like the but the her just missing like the whole Christmas invasion like or like you know the Titanic almost like crashing into like you know Earth it's just like how do you miss that I but I feel like I'd be that person I'd be like asleep <laughs> like. I'd totally be that person. I am not the best about, like, you know, keeping up on the news or anything. I, I am better about it now. Um, I'm not. Legitimately, I will have, like, my mom will call me up and she'll be talking to me about something and she'll <laughs> she'll tell me this or that. She's like, oh, and you know how this and that? I'm like... <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm Donna. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, well, I, I love her, I don't know, I feel like I'm Amy Pond out of most, um, I do feel like I probably am most like her, um, just because, and I really am not kidding, like, when I say, like, when I call, like, my husband, like, Rory, like, even jokingly, it's kind of funny because he's a lot like Rory, but he's, like, yeah. the Rory who's already waited 2,000 years, um, like, he's already, you know, mature, and I'm, like, the... Amy, who's about to, you know, like, get in the TARDIS on the day of her wedding. Um, but it was never because, like, Amy didn't want to marry Rory. Like, that was never the case. She just was, she'd waited a really long time to, you know, get in that. It was kind of one of those situations of, let's it was a first love in a way. Yeah, I feel like that, too. And, you know, like, I, not even necessarily a romantic so much as, she was stuck on the idea of the doctor. Abandoned, like, you know, like, she was a very, like, lonely child, and, you know, I know we realize we're skipping over now. <laughs> but, yeah, I see I see what you're saying, and eventually we'll, we'll talk on that. Um, yeah, we'll have to... She, they, Rory and Amy deserve a little more attention than a nod, so we'll, we'll get back around to them eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but back to Donna, like, um, I know... So, back to, like, the silence in the library, like, she basically, I can't even remember how she disappears, like, I... I, I, I actually just started re-watching Doctor Who the other day, because it's been too long, I need, so I'm uh, starting at the beginning of Eccleston. I, I still haven't watched season one. What? I, I love Eccleston, he's so underrated. I do, too. I, okay, I honestly, I would have loved to seen Eccleston and Donna. Yeah, that would have been fun. It would have been sass-tastic. Sass-tastic. Um, hold on, my children are calling me. Uh, I just heard, either was, um, but it's like, shh, um, as we're talking about silence in the library. Admitting I came home. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, with Donna, she's you see her with like kids, and you see her like in this situation where you'd almost like picture not being that great of a mom and like wife and stuff like that. And she ends up being pretty damn good at it, like you know, and very attentive to her kids, even when she's like basically told they're not real. Um, she still is like very caring for them, like it's weird. And the thing is. If you think about her character, we're constantly being told everything Donna's not good at, but when you actually watch her actions instead of what everyone's telling her, she's amazing at a ton of things. And I think she doesn't realize it. Like, when she says, I'm unimportant, like, she's commands, 
you know, most every scene she's in. And yeah. when I say one of my favorite moments is um, actually in the Unicorn and the Wasp, if you remember that one, which was with like Agatha Christie, uh-huh. he accidentally drinks cyanide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she kisses him, right? He's a shock. And so the she shock. <laughs> So that's you need a shock? I, All right. <laughs> I, I loved it. And, you know, and it's interesting because we actually meet Donna before we meet Martha. Yeah. About it. Like, yeah. So I think that's really interesting that. it's It, it was interesting. It was almost like she was the companion that he needed that he wasn't ready for. Yeah. And she wasn't ready to be a companion. Yeah. Well, she was looking for him, but I think she had to realize, like, she had this adventure because, like, when you meet her, she's, like, very, like, no, 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 I want to get back to my life. And she kind of sees, like, okay, Mary, like, I almost married that guy. Like, you know, whoa. And by the way, this shit's out there. Like, yeah. like she finally notices, oh, wow, the world around me, where I think she wasn't, obviously, you yeah. know. And so her, her mind's finally open. She's finally become aware of these things. And, um, you know, I think even though she still misses the whole Titanic thing, like I think that they, I like that they touch back on how she still misses, like, but she still somehow finds him, and I love how she's just like pre-packed for the TARDIS, like how she, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I've never had this happen before. Has like a hat box. Oh and, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's like it's like the amount of luggage I would take somewhere. I was like, that's me. Um, like, I just like that out of everyone, she, like, knew. And she's got a different outfit for every single, like, and has, like, a, you know, a fur coat. She knew, like, it's just amazing. Because I think, like, I never, okay, I may have fallen asleep at the, begin- at the end of, like, uh, The Runaway Bride. Um, so I don't really know how it ended. But obviously, you know, she wasn't ready. Um, yeah. But I think, because it's a lot to take in, like, you know, the fact that, like, he's, you know, what he is but I like how she like you know said no like how she finds out he's an alien and she's like oh is this what and she picks up like Rose is saying and that's the first time he actually has to like you know admit her name you know like kind of like admit she's gone yeah and and I think that yeah he says that and so um and I kind of and I love that it was Donna who you know introduces like you know like Rose again says like why don't you ask her yourself you know David Tennant didn't know that was going to happen. I know. I love the fact that they they got his genuine reaction there, like that they did yeah, not tell him actually, at all that she was going to be there. Because they, they actually did get to hug, like, and they hugged. So the first take um, is of them, like, hugging. They're still hugging after they, like, you know, stopped filming. And yeah. it's really cute. Um, but, I mean, like, I, I think that he either they, like, giving him scenes or he didn't know. I don't know how they would have hidden that from him. You're frozen. Oh. I, no, you're not. You're back. <laughs> or you maybe I feel like sometimes like I don't move and I look frozen. Um but uh yeah like I think it's just really interesting because like I think he needed because I, I feel like she could have been the companion that, you know, he like was the most like upbeat and the most like, you know, like, I feel like losing Donna was really, really hard on him. Like, you know. Yeah. Like. I, I think it was kind of one of those things. He needed a period to grieve after. Yeah. Rose. And yeah, Martha right. was the right person for that. 
Yeah, and I like and don't get me wrong, I really like Martha um a lot and I feel bad but no, I, I think like, she I think she gets the short end of the stick. I think she was a good companion. I do too. Well I think they're all good companions. I think they're all strong women and I you know, like I actually really liked all of them because like, you know, Martha had to put up with a lot of, you know, fallout from, you know, him losing Rose. Like Well and, and as simple as how strong is Martha in the sense that She's, she's got a total she, thing for this guy, and she goes, "She gets you it. know what? I deserve better." I looked at her twice, like her her party. Mm -hmm. It was really smart. Like I I, I got to give her like you know a whole lot of credit for you know noticing what a lot of people don't like you know like and how hard that had to be because it's not like you know she didn't just stop having feelings for her. So you know it's good to see her like you know end up with like Mickey. You know like yeah. I actually loved that because yeah, they were both I liked that they did that and they touched on that and you know, I, I liked that, that both of them were shown as yeah with Mickey that, too. You saw him they weren't the they weren't somebody's first choice, but there's nothing wrong with them. And then they met somebody else who they were that person's first choice. Yeah, and I, I like I really because you know like I just like that she said you know I'm not going to be my friend. I'm not going to be that you know girl who just hangs around forever. You know pining for the guy who doesn't look at her twice. Like, yeah. you know, and we'll eventually do, like, the episodes, like, where it's, like, human nature, like, slash family of blood, where he, you know, becomes human, and you see, like, how much of a wuss he is when he's a human. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's true. Um, but basically, which is, like, what that watch back there is, like, a big reference to. Um, but, uh, and, like, other things. But that was, I felt bad for Martha because she, like, you know, it was like, why wasn't me? But um, with Donna, it was like kind of like a levity, like just like, you know, just, it was like, ah, you could breathe. Like you didn't have this like overwhelming or overbearing, like, you know, sense of tension. Like there was no tension. And I liked that. Yeah. Well, and I think what it was is by that point, she was exactly what he needed because it was somebody who genuinely didn't want anything from him that he like anything from him. He wasn't. Yeah willing and able to give it yeah. was she, and she just wanted his friendship from him if you notice like she never like asks like a whole lot um from you know even as a companion you know besides like to carry like all of her effing bags um <laughs> um yeah, yeah I, that would totally be me too <laughs> I just like how many there is in that they were already just in her car. Like she was ready to go. Like she was I'm, I'm there. <laughs> That's how much she had prepared herself. Like, and I, I love that. And I love that. Like, you know, it kind of touched on like, you know, because I think it shows her like with her, you know, grandfather, you know, like, um, it, who I, I love, you know, like, you know, uh, David Tennant's, uh, youngest child is named Wilfred. I didn't know that. That's so cute. Yeah. Uh, um, and I'm, that's gotta be because of that. I mean, come yeah. on. Oh, um, I mean, where else would that have come from? It was a great character. I mean, maybe it's a family name, but I, 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 I doubt it. I, I, I like that. Um, but I mean, with Donna, like, I think she was like at this precipice of like, you know, when you're an adult, but like you're kind of through the motions of, because, like, when I think of adulthood, I think, like, God, I don't want to be, like, a full adult, like, you know, but I also want to be a responsible person, you know, like, for my family. I don't want to be, like, this, like, joke, like, you know, and I 
but I want to matter. Yeah, too. She, she was just going like, through the motions, but she wasn't passionate about anything. Yeah, no, she wasn't. Like, she, I mean, she was a really fast typist, but, like, you know, never fired Donna also. <laughs> um, but I, I think that, you know, she really did feel unimportant. You see, like, her mom, like, you know, rag on her, and, like, so I think that's, like, why her um, grandfather, who you actually meet um, in between, you know, because you meet him in, in like, the uh, Voyage of the Damned. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you see him. Briefly, um, and yeah. they ended up using him again. I like that they did that. Um, they definitely. I, I like the fact that they actually made it actually be him, not just oh, we'll just bring you back because we liked you. Yeah. Well, no, the actor who um, played her dad actually the reason why he was never back, you know, like he because he was there in the first in the like Runaway Bride one. It's because he actually passed away in between. Oh. Yeah, so that was why that was never really addressed because um, mm -hmm. they just didn't want to recast, I guess. And they didn't so, want to recast, and they didn't probably didn't want to bog down on the sadness, especially since it would have been yeah, a amount of time. So, that's why they don't ever. I think they like kind of. It's you get that he's gone, um, and I get in, in the end you he's gone and it's like in the sense that like you know, like he's dead as when he says he goes to back to borrow like you know a quill or like or. Or he went to back, yeah, to borrow like a quill from like you know his or pen from like uh, her her father, um, you know, and he get in because like Donna's like I I love that like if Donna's mother's like smiling, he's like oh that's not good. Um, I hate I love how like all the moms except for like Rose's mom um, like dislike the doctor. Um, well, like, even she did at times. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's, it's like, who the hell is my daughter running off with? And, yeah. and it's like how much I don't know and kind of like, and, and you can't blame them. I mean, like, come on. I mean, what mom in their right mind would be like, oh, yeah, run off into danger with this crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Good plan. Yeah. Good plan. <laughs> yeah. My mom would expect me to text her every day, <laughs> no matter where in time and space I was. Yes. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, better there than it does in my house. The TARDIS would have, like, really good reception. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And isn't it, like, something to do with, like, um, that phone later on? Like, that, isn't that how, like, Martha's, like, like, Martha brings the phone in, and that's how, like, they're able to contact him? In that, in the episode, that's how they're able to triangulate, like, whatever the signal and find the doctor because of that phone. And I think it's, like, Donna who realized it, or something... I can't remember, like, because Donna's with him, or, like, or... I yeah, Donna get, gave, left him, when she left, she gave him a phone so he could still contact her. No, it was Martha, I thought. Oh, sorry, Martha. Switch or, names. Like, or he came up with it, but, like, you know, yeah, like, that phone came in handy, you know, it helped save the universe, but, like, it was Donna who saves the universe, and then, like, doesn't get to remember it, so it's... It's like, you know, you really, like, wonder, like, you know, and hope that, like, she met someone, like, who makes her happy and that, you know, like, appreciates all that Donna has to give. Because, you know, like, when you first meet Donna, like, a lot of people have said this, and I'll say this, too, that, you know, I was like, uh, I don't know about this one. And that may have been why they waited, because maybe just where he was at, and you just, like, kind of suffered this, like, loss with Rose, like, that... You know, nobody was really ready for, like, this comedic switch. And I don't think that that would have worked very well. Um, no, honestly. I agree. 
I think that Martha was the right choice to follow up with, and everyone calls her like the rebound rebound companion. And I've got to say, that's, oh, I I feel bad that that's like the name, but it does make sense. And um, it's, it was accurate and it was necessary because, I mean, the episodes she was in are all kind of a different. To- they're a little more of a somber tone. Yeah. Sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But, um, and and that's what where he was a lot at. More serious, and so that's why I feel like when you have Donna, like, come on, like, you're ready for it. You're ready for like this, you know. Which also like helped usher in, I think, like Matt Smith's, you know, like, you know how he made the Doctor, which was like a lot more like levity to that character. Well, and that. I think that's um, where the tenant specials are really important because it's like after he lost everyone before he regenerates it's yeah. really good it's really good that they had him be in a dark place because it was kind of like exactly what you had with martha of it, you go through something like that you need time to recover and then he bounces back when he regenerates as yeah. matt and he's in a new place he's ready to be happier but you see, like, yeah, anytime the doctor, like, loses, but every loss to him is, like, pretty brutal. But I think, like, the one with Martha is, like, because he can never even see her again. Like, you know. Donna. Like, well, I mean, I guess, like, Matt Smith's version could have, but, like, and I that would have been interesting. I feel like Catherine Tate would be entertaining with, like, literally anybody. Um, I just think she's a great comedian. Um, did you see that short with, like, um, Tom Hiddleston and like she was like the casting person who it was like um it's I'll send it to you it's pretty funny but it's uh called like leading lady parts or something like that like um and it's got like Amelia Clark and like uh Lena it's got like just amazing actresses like you know who are like just lining up for this part and he just shows up and he's like hi I'm Tom it's like obviously requires an actress and like um they're like you've got the part (laughs) and he's like okay (laughs) um like and that you walk by and it shows like you know wonder woman and like uh mary poppins and it's like him instead and him and like uh la la land with both parts like just on these posters on the wall and (laughs) this girl's like on the phone she's like yeah i think i did really really well and he's like already on like the wall um but it it was really entertaining and it's like five minutes long but uh it's it's pretty funny um did you see the i i've only seen like a picture of it it's she did an interview um Catherine tate did an interview with somebody and they were asking her opinion about the new doctor and she's looking at a picture of him and she's like he's so young he's going to be the first doctor who has to go around with his parents (laughs) (laughs) you the one who said that oh because that showed up because that caught on actually and um and, and then, then like, like i saw uh, one that said like you know oh amy and rory they get to like raise a child they basically raised the doctor because <laughs> it was like well where's the doctor i was downstairs playing we <laughs> um it's basically true it's like exactly- don't feel sad for them they they had a child for many years i know they, they raised the doctor basically um in a way it like so and we'll talk on that like you know um because I actually, that was, like, the most, like, developed. 
that's like what sucked about like the glitchy Skype um, thing that happened was uh, basically I don't prepare for anything and I had prepared my ass off for this. I had like several options. We were going over it. And she knows, Rose knows, because I had, like, cards, like, index cards, everything. I, I mean, like, I had it down. We were and ready to talk about Donna. Yes. And we did. And, and we Skype did. hated us. No, Skype hated us throughout this talk. Like, I, I went back and I tried to watch it. And it was like, like, I mean, I, I was like, this isn't even salvageable. I can show you how bad Skype can be. In, in an evidence video, I mean, I can try and put it together and just be like, here you go. And then I tried after that. Not only, okay, so I podcasted for like several hours that day. Like, it was like two hours with you. Then I like um, watched like uh, Midnight in Paris and, you know, did for a different, did a guest spot, like on a different um, podcast on like the Hiddleston Review. So I did that one. And then someone, um, uh, uh, Kate, sorry. Um, she, uh, I feel so bad because she never got to, like, I never got to, like, use that because it did the same thing. And apparently Skype was just acting up that day. So it wasn't actually, like, our fault or anything on our end. It was just... Technology just hated us for the day. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, well, and I think it's always going to be glitchy. Like, I mean, it's not going to be, like, you know, like, IMAX in this, up in this space. Um, because... I mean, like, I'm basically, like, in our media room because it's, like, the, like, quietest, you know, place I could be. And so I, like, basically just, like, put a bunch of pictures behind because, I don't know, I always sound like YouTube people have, like, something entertaining in the background, you know, like, to distract Clearly people. I'm doing super well with that. <laughs> but, um, Decorations yeah. are not my strong suit. Well, I mean, I, I just had them and I was like they're like sitting in a stack so I was like oh, I'll just do like more <laughs> but um so I had to like buy like desks and stuff and like put some like in the corner because like we don't actually have any media in here like there's not even a tv um so I was like you know I mean there's like a thing for like a projector and you know but there's no and we have a projector screen downstairs just like you know a matter of like calling someone and having them install it I, I don't know. But, like, yeah, basically, I I mean, sorry, back to Donna. I feel so bad. Um, I feel bad because we had, like, done really, really well in that episode. And so let's keep on with her. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, I think we were just excited because it's been, like, two weeks since we, like, talked to each other, too. Not, like, angrily. Like, I mean, we texted, obviously. No, I've been, I've been furious with you. Um, me too. Secretly, just like I was like, oh my gosh, passive aggressive, like happy. I'm passive aggressively sending you a smiley face right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she'll totally read into it. She'll know what I mean. She knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I mean, and you made it like some really good points, like you know how like she did in the silence in the library, how like or in like left turn, you know, like where she does like doesn't remember the doctor and kind of like how important she was in that case. Like, think about it. I mean, yeah. like if, um, and that was like, if she didn't take that temp job that she gets fired from or like that she was in, um, 
that led to her meeting the doctor at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so which means that she never would have showed up. So, like, she was super important to his, you know, life. Yeah. She is, like, massively important. So, I think that moment when Rose, when she says, you know, I'm not important, like, you know, or I'm unimportant, um, and Rose is like, no, like, you've got it all wrong, girl. Like, I, I, I... well, for one, I thought that was really sweet of Rose, like, you know, to point that out. And also, because, like, you know just from, like, her her moment with, like, River Song that something bad's coming. Um, and you want to think, like, with, like, left turn, like, that that was what she meant. But then you got to think, like, no, River Song, like, she's obviously never met her. Like. Yeah. No, from then, heard of her, then so, you knew uh, that. Donna's no longer with the doctor, and yeah. there's a reason. Yeah. I, like, I was kind I of realized her as soon to, as From she that point, I thought she was going to die. Well, you know, in, like, the Metacrisis self, like, as soon as that happened, you have to know that the doctor immediately knew what was going to happen. Yeah. But, but I, like, I don't think, like, the 10-2, like, that he caught on to that. I feel like, you know... Because he was so much more excitable about everything that, you know, and caught up in, like, that. Like, he, it didn't occur. I don't know. Well, um, I mean, if you think about the fact of everything the Doctor and Donna know is all just been jumbled into his head, he's still just sorting things out. Yeah, and also he's, you know, human as well. Yeah. But, like, he's still, like, Time Lord, whereas, like, which, I in my mind, I'm like, well, then how come, you know, but because he regenerated from a time I think that's why um yeah so I think like um you know and I guess we should talk about like the fires of Pompeii too god there's so many like where she just like really just like or even like the unicorn and the wasp like I mean she like flat out defends herself like you know it's not like she like screams for help she just like it's dealing with the problem like you know yeah. in class. and like, I I feel like Donna was there to help the doctor remember a lot of things he'd forgotten. Like, in the fires of Pompeii, save somebody, just save someone. Yeah, and, you know... And she's the one who told him that he needed a companion. Like, she's like... he always needs a companion, because... Exactly, but he didn't want to be with anyone after Rose. is, and that's demonstrated in, like, the one episode I have never watched, but I do know about it, and I do know, like, the consequences of it, because after Donna's gone... Um, which is, like, where he decides to, like, save, like, the, you know, people, like, from death, like, so, because he can, and, like, the lady who's, like, in charge of, like, it was, like, this... The space station one? Waters of Mars? Yes. Uh, I know the, I know, like, the thing, because I watched, like, something that kind of sums up, like, everything. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I gotta say, like, out of, like, I mean, with Donna, like, you got so used to like this levity. So when it when it switched, and I'll say the same thing with Matt Smith. So it's like whenever anything was like serious, like when it came to like Matt Smith, you know, I mean, it clicked and it hit hard. Like so that's why like you know any loss when it came to like Matt Smith was brutal. Like because you didn't get it as often as you thought. Like yeah. um, you know you also thought no, there's a way, there's a way around it, and that's why like you know when he has his ultimate loss, it really does change that character um, or his re- incarnation of that character. Um, 
And, you know, with David Tennant, I feel like it was loss after loss after loss, you know, like, but no one really, like, none of them die, really, except for Kylie Minogue, um, you know, which is sad. She's mm-hmm. really, not, I mean, and also she was really brave and totally forgot her name. Um, the, the girl from the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, remember her character's name, but. It is a Titanic going back to like that podcast <laughs> um the that they're making a titanic 2 um in 2020 to 2022 sorry sounds like a great um, plan i'm like freaking boat like that is a horrible idea um i'm just gonna say right now like i, I don't think that's a smart choice um like would you get on the boat like most likely it's not gonna crash and you know or Go the same route. I don't know. I couldn't get on it. I don't know. I'd be like, are we really doing this? I, I, Why don't I, we just I, call I, it something else? <laughs> I, I feel like that's just a bad idea. Like, I I don't think it'll sink, but I don't want to be on it if it does. <laughs> like, I don't like it when it's cold. I'm not Elsa. Cold does bother me. So does the heat. Um, and then... But- it's this very small little range, and I like it there. <laughs> yeah, it's called 68 degrees. Um, right. Uh, anyway, but uh, with the fires of Pompeii, which this is interesting, and I will actually bring up a Doctor Who theory, which is like that the Doctor's um, later incarnations are people whose faces you've seen in the past. Hence, Peter Capaldi being like the head of the household that they save. Uh-huh. And Park Pompeii, and that Karen Gillan's also in that episode. Um, just saying. Um, so what's that theory? I haven't heard that one. It's that um, when he re- when he regenerates into people, it's because he's met them before. It's people he from his memory. Well, technically, the actor David Tennant has met the newest Doctor before the woman because they were in. Um, Broadpoint, right? Together? Broadchurch. Broadchurch. Um, yeah. Sorry, Grace, the, the American version is Grace Point, so. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about, because he, he was also in, like, I think Broadchurch with um, Olivia Coleman, too, who's going to be, here's an, okay, here's seven degrees separation, um, but not that many degrees, actually. Um, or what is it of Kevin Bacon? Yeah, but it's really just David Tennant. Um uh, and Matt Smith, here's a connection between them because, like, Olivia Coleman is now on the crown as uh, Queen Elizabeth. Um, and, you know, Matt Smith was just on the crown as, like, Queen Elizabeth as a younger Philip, um, you know, opposite yeah. Foy, um, who was Queen Elizabeth. So, um, the second, sorry. Um, but so that's interesting that, like, he was. And he's also been doing a podcast, and so both actresses we just named, like, well, I mean, Olivia Coleman and um, Jodie Whittaker, right? Whittaker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I so. I haven't watched. I, I haven't gotten to her yet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've heard reviews of her. Um, I mean, my only hope is, like, and the, the, the criticism I've heard on her is, uh, and, like, again, I haven't watched it, so I can't, and I'm not gonna, like, I, so I can't weigh in on that, thankfully, um, but I just hope, like, and I, I do hope that that's not the case, like, you know, that maybe it's just people weren't 
ready. I, I don't know. Like, I don't really care. Like, I just hope that, like, all I care about is the characters, you know, embodied well. That's really all I give a damn about. Yeah. Um, you know, that, like, someone can pull off that character and keep them going, um, which I've heard people complain about that a little bit. And mostly that they felt like it was maybe, like, a social justice type of thing. Um, you know, that they were only doing it for that reason. And they should have chosen somebody who was more of, like, a fan of the show, like, and who was going to be more diehard about it. Um, but Matt Smith wasn't. Like, he was not... He had never watched the show. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Peter Capaldi knew of the show. He'd been on it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean... And then I've, like... But I've heard people also, like, you know, dislike Clara and stuff like that. Like, but I think it's also when you follow... And I think that same thing happened to Martha is that, like, you when you follow, like... Rose, or like when you follow, like, I mean, Matt Smith made it really hard to dislike him. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. like, and Clara came in straight after, like, you know, like immediately after, and you're not ready for that. Like, you know, and like also, he was just different, and like, I, I, I don't know, like, so I have seen one episode, um, you know, I just, I, I'm not, I wasn't ready for her. Like, I mean, like, I I would rather it have been, like, an episode with River Song, like, you know. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't dislike Clara. I, she just, she's, she's growing like, on me slowly. Like, it's yeah. not that she, she doesn't do anything wrong. And I actually think uh, it's Gina Coleman. Jenna Coleman. Jenna yeah. Coleman. Um, I think she's adorable. I've seen her in things and I, I like yeah, her a lot. She's great. But I just like, it's just been recently. Cause I've been working on getting, watching, um, Capaldi mm-hmm. that she's been more resonating with me more. She just hasn't really resonated I with me. You needed to see her with a different, maybe not like, you know, Matt's, I, I mean, I feel like, you know, like, cause I, I've seen like, and I've seen episodes with her, like, you know, cause I don't watch anything in order. So I kind of, like, do that thing where I just skip to, like, certain episodes so I kind of know, like, the, you know, the broad points of stuff, like, yeah. which, I mean, obviously I do, um, but, I mean, I don't know anything past, like, I really don't know anything past, like, I know something, I know her, I know a couple of things in her story, like, you know, because mm-hmm. it's hard to, like, not hit a spoiler and honestly yeah. really give a damn, um, like, I like to kind of know what to expect because, I mean, like, because I can watch the episode where Donna's memory wipe, I'll cry every time, like, every time. It's just something about it, you know, and I think it's because, like, it's the idea of being forgotten because I felt like for the doctor in that moment, like, you know, I felt like for him, you know, like, because I was, like, basically his best friend, like, that was best friend. And I'm going to say Donna is exactly that, and that's losing your best friend. In a major way, because she, she, in the short amount of time, like, he had with her, like, and it, really it's the same amount of time with every every one of them. Think about it. He has Rose for a year, uh, Martha for a year, yeah. Donna for a year. And so, I, and I think that's why, like, with Matt Smith and, like, you know, Rory and Amy, where it was more than that, you know, significantly yeah, it was, longer. It was longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you uh, definitely... Yeah, like, you definitely wanted to see 
like so yeah i never really thought about with david Tennant. it really did switch every year and so i think at the end you were thinking like what happened like how is they going how are they going to leave but you kind of like knew like that um david Tennant was like i think and i mean like obviously he loved the show but i think like he I don't remember his reason for leaving. I need to look all that stuff up. But, um, you know. I don't know, I don't know if he wanted, I don't know if it was him choosing to leave or if they just were ready story-wise. They were switching over to Moffat. Um, and, because look at how much of a switch in, like, the way the show looks. Every, I mean, it's a completely different production. Yeah. Well, and I, like, Moffat said before that he didn't really want to bring Billy Piper back as rose for the 50th anniversary because he's like she wasn't mine she was russell t davies um he's like so i didn't feel right messing with her story russell d davies was so good at like he was as was moffat like you know moffat wrote blink and brought in like the weeping angels really introduced them um, there's another theory on the Weeping Angels, and we'll talk about Blink. I think that'll probably be next time. It'll be that'll like, have to be a whole, <laughs> a Blink, whole hour of itself. Blink, yeah, Blink's so good um, because it's like the one episode where the Doctor's really well. No, I'll say Left Turn is um, another episode where you really mostly are seeing um, a different person as a main character of the sh- you yeah. know. And I think the companions kind of are the main character in a weird way because um, like Donna. She drew a lot of attention, and the reason she, I, I think she was always, like, I like that she was the one person who really could put the Doctor in his place, like, to really match that, like, sass factor, because he is sassy. I mean, like, I, I'll, I've probably sent you a YouTube video that I found of it's just, like, five minutes of the Doctor being sassy, um, like, but, I mean, I, I just... You know, I love that. And then for him to, like, you know, tend to, to, like, be mimicking, you know, her, like, talk like her. And just, I just kind of, and so, and I like that someone was like, think about it. Rose is now stuck, you know, for the rest of her life with a version of the doctor who sounds like Donna or talks like Donna. And I was just, like, thought that was really funny because I had never really actually thought about it that way. But Um, let's get honest. It's only right because who was the biggest Dr. Rose shipper of them all? Donna. <laughs> I think she really was. I think she, she was. Yeah, I think she like she was never and I love that she was never into it for like um you know anything other than the adventure and she was just excited. But like even remember like you know the one with like the oud like you know and was it their brains in their hands or like their yeah. heart? I can't remember. It was their brain. Yeah, that's what I thought. She was like, what creature is going to, like, you know, hurt you when it's literally holding, you know, and she, like, is just so moved and, like, you know, this is, I don't feel like it was her changing. I feel like it was being, her being revealed to us and her not, I feel like Donna never noticed these parts about herself. Yeah, it's all these amazing qualities of Donna that That are no longer being overshadowed by people telling her she's not that she's not good enough she's not all that amazing i think that's why people at first were like oh you know you know i didn't like her and then she probably ended up being my favorite you know i've heard that a lot and i would probably say yeah the same thing for me because she just you didn't think oh is there a possible like love connection there no absolutely 100 percent not that is like in that 
I want to, I just want to mate. I'm not mating with you. (laughs) (laughs) That whole, like, oh, that whole, like, exchange where he's like, no, I just want a mate. (laughs) Like, um, I I just, I I love, you know, just, I, I love them so much. So, like, that, you know, and the reason why, like, we chose, like, the, you know, Oh, I watch it, Earth Girl. Like, was because that was really the last, um, like, bit of humor you get to see before like, the last lighthearted moment before mm-hmm. soul crushing. <laughs> yeah, before it's like soul crushing. You get to see, and what sucks also is you get to see everyone else get this like happy ending. You know, um, kind of like in a sense, like you know, be fine. You're and you're thinking, oh, this episode's gonna be fine. You know, like it's it's gonna be fine. It's not. It's not fine. It's not fine at all. It's not like, fine at all. <laughs> so bad. And then, like, but I mean, you realize that yes, like, anyone, there's any companion, like, with the doctor, and she, like, it's like when she like breaks down and just says like binary, binary, binary. Like she said, God, she talks so fast, I can't. Um, but it was like that's when I started to cry, like, just because it's like. You know, you're just like, no, no, no. Because you can see it in his face when he's looking at her, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Like, you just know something's wrong. And um, because in the way he's, like, you know, very, like, not excited, very, very, like, you know, looks sad. Like, he is looking at her and he's like, and she's like, can you imagine that? Mountains that move. And he's like, you know, not really saying anything. And he's like, kind of asking her like some interesting questions and kind of just waiting for it. Like he's just waiting for her to like have that break. And, um, and then he, all he has to do is ask her like, you know, so I don't even, we don't even know why, like that, why it is that you can't, but she did. Um, and so she's technically still like part time Lord. He didn't like erase that from her. She's so, I mean like Donna's kids could be like, you know, part-time lord future companions <laughs> i'm just saying they could be it'd be kind of cool what they could have been it's kind of neat um but uh yeah so i mean i really like donna just for all that she brought to it and because like it brought and i don't think they could have done the like matt smith directly after david Tennant if that hadn't have happened if like that season because you got to see like david Tennant like get to really put out like that humor and that like comedy and kind of where you it was there it was always there but like it wasn't there was more of it mm-hmm. like it was him out of his own comfort zone because he was usually in his comfort zone usually the one calling calling the shots and this woman like pushes him out of that and he yeah. doesn't know what to make of her and he doesn't know like really what to like you know do half the time like he doesn't even know how to respond to her most of the time like it's yeah. just it's great. Um, I just, I kind of love like that. Um, he, uh, like when she's like, calls him like a Martian basically or whatever. And he's like, I'm not from Mars. Like, (laughs) um, just like kind of under his, like, like he just doesn't even, I don't know, but even like that, I think, yeah. One of my favorite scenes is like the, you know, I'm in my wedding dress. Yeah. She looked lovely. Yeah. Just a, I I don't know. I think to sum up, Donna is incredible. Yeah, Donna's pretty awesome. And and I'm, I'm not trying to... I mean, I just, like, in thinking over, like, you know, content just for this, like, you know, 
this episode, I was just kind of like, oh, wow, you know, like, she is pretty damn awesome. And then kind of realizing, like, all the different aspects that make me, like, you know, my personal favorite, you know, because, like, usually you're your favorite companion and that and that's hard for me to say because like amy pond would be personally like my favorite prior to that because i um that was like the first one i experienced because i you know watched it out of order <laughs> uh, actually one of the first episodes i watched um was with um okay yeah i know the first episode i did watch was donna losing her memory oh. <laughs> i swear to which god which is hard because you the or who I ever watched was that because I was I had just gone to see um uh, oh yeah I had just gone to see um uh, Infinity War and apparently you know like the I don't want to go I don't want to go and I just watched the wrong episode I didn't realize it was like a freaking special guys um it, it was not like just the last episode of like you know season four series four um it's not uh, yeah. So like, but so that is like, I knew that was going to happen. So for to impact, and I think it still like moved me even then. And I had no clue what the hell was going yeah. on. I don't know who any of these people are. Like, <laughs> but um, it's still heartbreaking. Yeah. I wanted to see the scene yeah. where he said, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And um, but speaking of, I don't want to go. I do have to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I do as well. Cause I, um, I have another podcast that I need to do. Um, following following this one um so we'll uh be back uh i think aiming for next sunday we're aiming for next sunday yes um and oh actually we might have to film a different date but whenever you can yeah I mean, we'll talk <laughs> yeah like if whenever you can fit in two hours it's yeah i mean we'll figure it out i just uh, have a photo shoot on sa- sunday so i'm not sure what time i'll be done it's special uh <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for tuning in and if you're still with us like yes thank you for uh, our crazy for dealing with our crazy deserve a freaking medal um <laughs> all right well until next time i'm amy pond and i'm rose tyler bye